Welcome once again to Chino y Chicano. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Sorna, the Chicano. Well, we're going to weigh in on what I guess everybody's weighing in, and that was the slap heard and seen around the world <laughs> oh my God. at the Oscars. Uh, Will Smith getting pissed off, walking up on the stage because he didn't like a joke uh, that uh, Chris Rock had said during the presentation uh, that was aimed at his wife, Jada Pinkett-Smith. And uh, referencing her hair, she has a condition called alopecia. Actually, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but I've had issues with alopecia areata. I think there's lots of people out there. But um, Will Smith uh, got ticked. And I don't know about you, but when I was watching this thing, I, I thought, okay, well, it's, this isn't real. Because I, I thought he walked up. And I thought he kind of did that chest thing where you hit your chest and then you, you know, mm-hmm. you're making like a punch to somebody because it sounded like that to me. And then you saw this lag in things. And then the cutting back and forth and the audio drops because there's cursing going on. And I'm sure that the it would have been interesting to be in the control room at that time <laughs> at the Oscars hearing like, what the hell's going on? And I'm sure there, there were a few uh, F-bombs in there. And then you realize that this thing was real. Yeah. And then you realize that uh, it's, it's the Oscars. Millions of people are watching. And then you're thinking, what the hell is going on? Well, what did you think? Well, you know, if you, okay, we could, we could discuss the incident, right? But I want to back up a little bit further and just talk about these award shows in general. I mean, there was a time when they were dignified affairs because it was impressive. It was showbiz royalty coming out to celebrate their work. And then we started in with the Golden Globes, which it just, the crasser the better. It was basically a roast. And that set the tone for sort of the modern shows now that like somehow it's okay to roast someone um, in these settings. And the more outrageous, the better. I mean, you know, it's like, what are we watching? A gladiator show? Because in essence, what we're looking at are a bunch of millionaires kind of, you know, congratulating each other on their success and wealth only to have the masses adore them for it. And these people don't live in the same world we do. I mean, to quote, you know, Alexandria Ocasio, you know, she said, they don't breathe the same air we do. And it's true. I mean, you've been around showbiz long enough, so have I, that you see these stars and let's let's face it, they get their ass kissed to the extent that they lose any sight of what's going on in real world. You've dealt with them through the years in your work in your production company. I dealt with them as someone who hosted shows and um, even as a news person, you know, dealing with people who are in political life that are, (laughs) you know, in that same category, I suppose. But also, you know, I've interviewed plenty of uh, Hollywood types and uh, some have been just gracious and nice. Others have been just real jerks. But the universal thing um, about them all, though, they rarely hear the word no. 
That's true. That's true. And it's got to be their way. And also, uh, it, it can be maddening because particularly if you're a, a reporter and you're trying to cover a story and trying to get something done, or I- even if you're doing a show and you're just trying to schedule them. And actually, what I've found lots of times, it's the people around them that are the worst. Yeah. But um, anyway, it, it, it does set them aside, set them apart from the regular joe's people yeah, that so, just are there so i you know. I, I remember one uh, someone posed like why, why do they act this way because they don't know how to act right right i mean they don't because they don't have to but that doesn't excuse the violence it doesn't excuse any of it no. i mean everyone was no. wrong in this thing and it really reflects the larger kind of narrative because White conservatives now will seize upon it. See, Will Smith is just a typical, violent, angry black guy, right? Black women, marginalized. I mean, I think the only other group that's more marginalized than black women are Asian men, (laughs) you know, in society. You know, helpless, weak, you know, whatever, and undesirable. And so I see all that in play, but black women deserve... Some cover. I mean, look at what they were doing to, you know, who hopefully will be our next Supreme Court justice, you know, Justice right. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, what right. she's had to put up with. No respect. They didn't put white guys through that. Yeah. And they talk about roasting. There was a roast there. I mean, and outrageously so. Um, going back to this whole roasting thing, I mean, imagine what would have happened if it had been uh, Ricky Gervais. I mean, remember what how yeah, brutal yeah. he has been, and if it, I, you know, I have to tell you, my first thought would have been, you know, these are two African American men, but what if it had been uh, Will Smith hitting a white guy? Oh, what would have you know what would have there? You would you know yeah. what would have happened? It would have been right. a bigger would, deal would, than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the whole thing. Let, let's face it, it was it was wrong. All the way around. Um, although I have to say that uh, I, Chris Rock, I mean, how he kept his composure to try to get through the thing um, was, you know, I don't know. They, this whole thing, once it actually hit me, I, I didn't know what to think because it just, I thought that the, I was watching it. I'd been watching it from the beginning, you know, was sitting there with uh, Diane, my friend, watching the podcast, watching the telecast. And uh, we were watching, of course, you know, watching the dresses and what people are wearing. And for the most part, I felt that the, the ceremony was moving along smoothly. I thought that the hosts were fairly funny. Uh, and then to have this incident happen, and it changed everything. Well, and totally changed everything. And the it mood, totally you know? shortchanged Questlove's work on the Summer of Soul. Yes. That documentary was go. incredible. Right. It was incredible. It was incredible. But yet, you don't hear about it. No, because no, it totally because, overshadowed what should have been something that was a very special moment. Yes. Yeah. A special moment for yeah. black Americans and celebration of their right. music and their contribution. But no, because because, you know, the media is going to concentrate on two black guys whooping on each other. Well, one guy yeah. on stage in front of the world. And I think it comes back to what has become of our society. Because uh, is just acting out and, 
violently is that is that where we're at now in everything in our lives i mean uh we have serious issues about gun violence in this city and across the country and and way too many of the victims are are young men of color we have uh, we had a president that seemed to you know just give license to people being able to say whatever they want in tearing someone down in any way possible we have a war in ukraine going on and and just it, it just seems to me that we're we're so out of whack with everything that um, it uh, hopefully I suppose if there's a positive thing out of this that it would really make us take a hard look at how we are acting as human beings because we're not acting very well. Let's face it. No, and no. I, I yeah, and and that's a sad commentary that that's a case. You know, so I I find it very disturbing. It only adds to the drama and trauma of what this uh, world has been dealing with in the past few years here, along with COVID and the pandemic and just uh, the racial reckoning and everything else. That, uh, you know, as, as human beings, we, we are not doing well. We're failing each other. And for us to, I, I think that the message it sends, you know, to young men, is okay so this is how you have to handle things yeah and that's wrong that's wrong that's wrong i was never a fighter so i mean i'd have, I'd have been if, if it had been me i probably would have run i'd probably, because, I'd probably uh, fall down and yeah. start crying you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hit me you know it's know. just like yeah I, I i i don't even know how to take it it's just all the way around it was wrong yeah um I don't know. Did you read the article that was, or the column that was written by uh, Kareem Abdul? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he did um, what he said and, and and pointed out that it was it was very good because uh, really, you know, he he gave blame to obviously to Will Smith, but just the whole situation and what it said and and how it was everything. It was just it's toxic it's toxic and that's what we are facing right now in our world and i don't know about you but i'm pretty tired of i'm it. just tired of just the lack of civility you know yeah. I, I mean i don't i don't understand well i mean we could blame trump because he let the genie out of the bottle but you right. know it's it's the pendulum swinging right we had a black president who wouldn't dare to raise his voice for fear of being the <laughs> right. angry black guy so everything was done in moderation and under duress. And then we had just the opposite of that. A white guy, belligerent, he'll just say anything, he lies to people and is never held accountable, which is white privilege at its most extreme. But for black Americans, I think what Kareem pointed out in his article, and, and I'm going to read a little bit here, the black community takes a direct hit from Smith. One of the main talking points from those supporting the systemic racism in America is characterizing blacks as more prone to violence and less able to control their emotions. Smith just gave comfort to the enemy by providing them with a perfect optic, perfect optics they were dreaming of. Fox News host Jeanine Piru wasted no time going full metal jacket racist by declaring the Oscars are not the hood. <laughs> what would she have said if Brad Pitt slapped Ricky Gervais? 
Well, that would have been interesting to watch, actually. This isn't Rodeo Drive. Many will be invigorated to continue, uh, reinvigorated to continue their campaign to marginalize African Americans and others through voter suppression campaign. Uh, I don't know if I uh, pronounced Judge Janine's First yeah, and last it's okay. Name, She'd mispronounce like, your name. There. Just, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Pro, she, pro I'm sure forma. she couldn't. You know, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I don't watch her anyway because I, I think she's a bit of an idiot. But um, I, I think actually what what Kareem said in that paragraph there sums up so much, and for people of color, uh, and not just African. Well, it just allows bigots to validate their worldview. Plain and simple. But that tells you the pressure that people of color are under, that we have to code switch to the degree that everything has to be done so we're not called out by by white people. And that's a real problem, but that is a real thing. And it just takes away so much from, again, uh, which, you know, I think the one thing that the Oscars uh, did do, and, and it has done more so in recent years, is that there have been those firsts. Those firsts that <laughs> should have been happening so long time ago. You know, the uh, first openly gay woman to win Best Supporting Act Actress. Uh, again, Questlove and what he won. What he won for um, a beautiful movie in Coda about uh, a deaf family. And boy, if you. I encourage people to watch that because it's a great movie. And uh, but things that that should have mattered most. And it was moving along fairly nice that night until this one stupid incident. I I don't know what's going to happen to Will Smith and his career. I I, I think it's going to be damaged for, you know, the rest of his life. I don't know how you how you move on from that. Um, But I think all of us really need to take a hard look at ourselves about how we react to things uh, that tick us off in the world and whether it really is worth just making an ass of yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think it's time for everyone to code switch in the sense of, is what I'm doing harmful to others? And what I'm saying, is it hurtful? Because everyone can do, regardless of race, can be better off with a good dose of kindness. That's what we need. A little bit of peace and love, you know? So, okay. Well, that's our rant. We just had (laughs) to get it out of our system. Well, it's all over. All right. But, yeah. Thanks, folks, for listening to (laughs) us. And uh, uh, let's hope there's nothing to rant about like this for a long time to come. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at Enrique Cerna and at Lofonland for me, Matt Chan. You can also email us at chinoichicano at gmail.com and check out our Chino Ichicano page on Facebook. Our theme music was composed and performed by Antonio Gomez. You can find the Chino Ichicano podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other favorite podcast platforms. Please take a listen, download, subscribe, and give us a review. If you'd like to watch our conversations, we're posting them to YouTube. Go to search and type in Chino y Chicano. I'm Matt Chad, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. Stay safe, wash your hands, practice social distancing, and wear your mask. We'll talk more later. Later.